welcome to the Third Life Crisis Podcast. This is the one-hour show where my wife, Cassandra, 30 years old, best friend, John Michael, 30 years old, and I, Austin, 30 years young, get together to discuss any and everything as we navigate adulting and living in our 30s. You can find this lovely show anywhere you listen to podcasts. Just search Third Life Crisis. Some housekeeping to get out of the way. This is not only episode 42 of the podcast, but also kicks off season four for us. What does season four entail? Well, we'll figure it out along the way. (laughs) We will still have our fun segments and occasional guests from time to time. Today's episode is sponsored by me, Austin. (laughs) I'm the one sponsoring this episode, but we can get into that more later. For now, let's begin episode number 42 by answering some of uh, third life questions that I have prepared based on what we have been up to during this long summer break. So Cassandra, aka C Baby, and John Michael, aka FOMO Mofo, how are we doing today? Hello everyone. Can What's I up, just dude? say that we had no idea he's gonna say any of that? And that was a total surprise. I, I did true. not I did not like a lot of that. Like why do we have to be thirty years old and you gonna be thirty years young? And why are you telling people our age? What's wrong with you? <laughs> hey, man, history is uh, remembered by those who write it. So, you know, I wrote I was young. <laughs> I don't I don't mind this. It was actually pretty, pretty funny. We'll see how, you know, how I feel. About my it goal, later. my goal is to give you all different AKAs every time I intro it. OK. But can you okay. leave out our age? No, no. That's give that's my birthday and my social while you're at it, too. <laughs> that's the joke. That's the joke. Uh, two things. Oh. Listeners. <laughs> go ahead. Two things. First thing. Is this episode 42 or 45? Uh, I have no clue. I thought it was 42. Is it 45? I thought I counted today just out of boredom at work. Uh-huh. And I thought I counted 45, so this should be 46. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll look at that in a second. Secondly, does everyone know what FOMO means? Fear of missing out. Yes, and I guess we can get into that a little later, too. Does everyone know what MOFO means? <laughs> <laughs> Go look That's it up. Funny. Use your internet. <laughs> UrbanDictionary.com. So, yeah, how's everyone doing? As we said at some time, I think, during this, unless it gets edited out, uh, I'm hosting this episode. But, you know, how's everyone going? Everyone feel free to talk. (laughs) Permission to speak. Silence! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Going good. Feels good to be back on uh, on the mic, on the podcast, for people to listen. On the ones and twos. It's It's uh, been a minute. We did this last year around this time. I think we took like 60 days off or 50 days off, but we were, y'all were traveling. We were taking vacation. A lot of things happened. I don't know how many days it's been since it was May 21st, actually the last podcast released. I don't know how many days that is till now, I guess over 60, right? Yeah, definitely over. Well, you said what? May 25th? First, 21st. Oh, then yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're averaging about, this is probably normal for our, our summer break. Now this was an it's unscheduled summertime. summer break. We didn't say bye to anybody, and uh, <laughs> there's a there's a lost episode somewhere that will. We just is there really a lost episode? Y'all. Yeah, we recorded yeah. an episode. I just never got around to editing it. And Are you gonna release it? Yeah, one day as a as a. Is it relevant? The last, it's relevant to the podcast that was last heard on the 21st of May. <laughs> uh, I think we talked about my birthday. Oh, yeah, that wasn't a good episode. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, kidding. Long story short, for the birthday, I caught a shark. We went, we went fishing in the coast, and I caught a shark, but we we'll, don't have to get we'll into it. We'll get that. to it. We, we, no, we can get into it. We'll, we'll circle back. Uh, we did a whole episode on it, and he decided not to post it. We don't need to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> so for this episode, I think we decided we wanted to do something a little different and do topic discussions, but I tried to get these discussions and questions in the same realm and kind of pair them up of what we've been up to these past 60 plus days that we're lost in the desert. Um, so I have some topic titles uh, and we, you, y'all can pick what you want to go through first or whatever. Okay. Um, three are kind of general and then we have individual questions slash topics for John, Cassie and myself. So I just, I'll start the topic I'll give you the hints or clues, not clues, the title, and then we can go from there. Okay. You want the Austin topic, Cassie topic, John topic, a house topic, travel topic, or movie topic? Jeez. 
Let's do the Cassie topic. Let's do a Cassie topic. I agree 100%. <laughs> All right. Well, that's right. All right. That's right. These individual topics were thought of very late. Okay. <laughs> Cassie, I just have one, one question for you. But again, pertains to what we've been up to. Shoot. How, t- how tired slash excited are you right now? You tired. just finished your summer <laughs> class. You... During that whole summer class time, it was a topic that you weren't particularly interested in. You had to be traveling for vacation, traveling for work, had to present at that, you know, work travel. So, and now you've gotten back and class is over and you're just binging a bunch of shows. So how has the past class that you just took played a role in like how you're feeling right now? Yeah, so I took my second class. It was eight weeks long. I knew before I registered for it that I was going to have a hard three weeks. And I didn't want to stop in the summer because I want to finish as as soon as possible. So I was like, you know what? It's going to be a hard three weeks. There's eight weeks out of this class. I think I can manage. And so I did it going in. And I was able, you're able, so in the class, you're able to read all the modules and what you have to do. So I kind of picked out what I had to do for those three weeks and just kind of psyched myself for it. Like, okay, these are the assignments that it's going to be kind of busy. So it was a writing class and I absolutely hate writing. So I dreaded it. And it's one of the classes that they recommend that you take at the beginning. So I did that. And... It was a little tough. I will say there were a few nights, a lot more nights this night than there was the last class, this class than there was the last class, that I stayed up pretty late and then had to get up the next morning and do it all again to get everything in on time. So it was pretty rough. Um, But overall, I did, I made a passing grade. I got a B. I think I could have gotten better grades, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, And then, yeah, so that ended... A week ago, I think. Yeah. And so just, I mean, you can tell, like, if you look at my house that I have not had time for anything. I haven't swept. I've done the dishes a few times, but there's there's still, for some reason, we weren't even here this weekend. There's still dishes in the sink. Um, I'm telling you, and I haven't dusted, like, this place is dirty, so I need to clean. There's a whole bunch of stuff I want to do before school starts again. Um, but yeah, it was, I think it was worth it, worth it. I'm going to say worth it. (laughs) Worth it. (laughs) Worth it. Yeah. Um, it was just, there was so much. We traveled for vacation for a few days. We had friends come up and did sightseeing with, in Fort Worth with them. And then we went to Chicago and did a work conference. So I will say there was, when I, when I figured out I wasn't going to get an A in the class, I was pretty pissed off at myself. But, again, I don't think I regret it. It was, it was, it is what it is, right? Like, you passed. Could have been worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, going back to that work conference, I know you presented in front of, like, what, hundreds of people? Yeah. How was that? It was good. I mean, we, we co-presented with another school, so... It really wasn't that long, and I didn't have a lot of slides, but I was super nervous. Like, that morning, I started breaking out, and I'm not afraid of public speaking. I just wasn't as prepared as I would like to have been. Um, Sure. But it went really well, and I had a lot of people ask questions, so that's kind of how you know it went well when people want more information. So I was excited about that. Um, I was happy that it was over. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, but no, it was good. Cool. That's all I got for Cassie's question, guys. What do y'all want to go to next? Repeat the topics. <laughs> <laughs> Movies, travel, house, John topic, Austin topic. Let's go Austin topic. Wow. Did not think it was going to go this way. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Give it to me, baby. <laughs> so my question to myself, I guess. Uh, maybe I'll just I'll just say it I won't ask my question but basically I felt like I've gone through another third life crisis moment that started mid-June when I decided to start running again and try losing weight yeah good job so 
uh, I, again, I think I already mentioned this to y'all, but obviously not to the podcast. When we went to China last year, I wasn't, I didn't have enough clothes to fit or not to, to wear the all two weeks. So we went out and bought shorts and shirts and stuff. And that was last year in the summer. Uh, and I remember weighing myself around that time and I weighed 201. Shorts fit. A whole year passes. We're getting ready to travel to San Diego for just a vacation. And two weeks before we travel, I try to put on my shorts and they don't fit. And so I was, you know, pretty mad and had told Cassie I just need to buy new shorts. But... The weekend I tried them on, I made not a promise, but I just figured I'm just gonna I'm gonna go running and try to lose weight. Uh, maybe I can lose enough to have, so that these shorts fit comfortably. So I started running uh, Monday morning, and been running since then. Run five days out of the week, and walk. Try to keep active the other two days. Um, I don't know how much I weighed at before all this. I didn't weigh myself uh, for sure over 200. Uh, but most recently when I tried weighing myself like a week ago or maybe a week and a half ago, I was under 200. So I don't know if it's just a third life crisis thing of me putting on clothes that were only a year old and not being able to wear them, but decided to try to lose weight and count calories. Yeah. And that's where I'm now. Can I just say you are doing an amazing job? Like when Austin started first running, I was like, there's no way he's going to keep up with this. Cause this guy has to get up at five in the morning and our, well, if I want to go with him five in the morning, he could probably do like five thirty. Um, go out, run, and then count every single thing he puts in his mouth, and that's tough. And I was like, "There's no way he's gonna be able to keep up with it." And sure enough, day after day, week after week, he's gotten skinnier, super jelly. But I also have not been trying, so you know, <laughs> can only be so jealous, right? Um, but you've been doing I'll- a great job. We haven't seen each other in a while, probably for the uh, since we haven't been recording. Usually we used to record once a week, so we would get on the computer and, you know, we talk to each other. We see each other. But last week when I first when we first got on for the first time in a long time, the first thing I said was like, dude, you're, you lost a lot of weight in your face. Mm-hmm. And you said and I think you said that's the first place you noticed, too. Yeah, I, I know. I mean, obviously, I noticed when the shorts started fitting, mm-hmm. um, but that's that's it. And then. Yeah, like a couple weeks before you said that to me, I told Cassie I could see it in my face that I was yeah. <clears throat> losing weight. So, yeah, we'll ins- see. We'll keep going. You're an inspiration, going. dude, and I I need to get back on that uh, weight weight loss game, but or weight loss game. But I don't know if that's gonna be possible with a life changing <laughs> event happening. <laughs> Can I just say just, that you're doing a great job? Pretty sure Austin's not gonna need me. Oh, not you, Austin. Just <laughs> <laughs> he like does so much i just feel like he's grown so much in the past few weeks like does so much around the house <laughs> with the dogs eats right goes running i'm like what are what am i doing i feel like i'm just like a, seriously a sack of potatoes just like sitting it's probably not contributing i just feel it, super bad it's probably because you are working out right i mean i guess you have more energy because you've lost weight you're more active oh definitely and yeah right? I, I do have more energy and i do want to do more like i want to go hiking now i want to do more stuff uh, it, you know, it sucks that it's so hot right now, so yeah, hot. but, but I mean, I want to do stuff on the weekend and uh, when it starts cooling down, we can go do more things. But yeah, like, I think you asked me this weekend, like, is it addictive? And now it is where even mornings where I don't want to wake up and I'm so tired and I don't want to run. I still force myself because I know once I hit two minutes into the running, like I feel great and I'm going to keep going. It's kind um, of like the, like the way that when, when we all had Apple watches, cause I don't have an Apple watch anymore those mm. challenges that were on there like those daily challenges those weekly challenges like whatever like those were addicting when i used to ride my bike a lot so that's why i asked you that right. question like without that little badge that means nothing on an apple watch you can motivate yourself well they do so i bought a garmin watch uh garmin instinct love it um it does tie to a garmin app and you can get badges for beating your records blah 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 but you can also compete against other people mm. so i I entered into a stepping a step challenge. I told them they can't step to this. Can't step to this. <laughs> and uh, I'm in a I'm in a group of like ten other guys, like same age, that type of you know same range. Yeah. Um, so it's fair. And it's just a week a weekly challenge of like who can walk the most or who can get the most steps. So let me ask you this: What place are you in? 
when I left work this afternoon and I was at like uh, 16,000 steps, I was in second place. Dang. Represent. Right now I'm at 17,000, but I'm, I don't know. The other guy, he's a bicyclist, so I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I can Does beat him, count? but. Uh, you could well. You can tie your Garmin to like different because Garmin sells a bunch of st- stuff, right? Like you can put it on your bike. You can put trackers on a bunch of stuff. Like mm. it's gonna count your activity and stuff like that. But yeah, that that's it for my segment. That's all I I want to talk about. Nice. Next, are we just gonna continue this trend and do John? Yeah, 400? I guess we can save yeah, the best I, for I, last. I really want to see that uh, hear about the house. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my question to John. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, Cassie can answer this, too. Like, I guess anyone could have answered these. No, 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 no. Cassie had a time. It's my turn. Okay. <laughs> Why is John a FOMO mofo? Oh. <laughs> I mean, FOMO. <laughs> I mean, you kind of brought it up, too, about not having an Apple Watch anymore. Like, what, what's that all about? So, long story short, I went back well, to a well, Google Pixel. <laughs> there was a few episodes, in the, uh, few episodes ago where I made the announcement that I went from a Pixel back to iPhone. And I actually just went back last week, back to the new Pixel, or the semi-new Pixel, because I guess a new one's coming out. Yeah, and coming out. Uh, You're good. it's coming out soon, this in a couple months. I'm shaking my head yeah, at you. Yeah. I have the most <laughs> recent Pixel, I guess. Let's just leave it at that. That's simple enough. I don't know. I mean, you're asking why. It wasn't, it wasn't honestly, it was not a fear of missing out. If the iPhone had the same camera ability capability rather than than the pixel does cassie don't shake your head while i'm talking (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna hold it still go (laughs) if they had the same capability that was honestly the swaying factor every i mean this thing text calls it's honestly the the pictures and seeing your guys pictures y'all take on y'all's vacations over the summer and then i was just thinking like you know when my baby's here i want the best pictures and that's honestly as corny and as lame and as mad as Justin's going to be when she hears that, that's the truth. So, okay. So again, the FOMO mofo, I mean, that's a funny question. My actual question to you is what is the update? What is the update on y'all's little baby? And I guess, I mean, I just have this attached to it because I thought I'd want to hear it. What happened to your back? My, Oh yeah. (laughs) My back. (laughs) So the baby, the, uh, well, yeah, that, that third life crisis is actually hitting pretty hard since I turned 30 in May. But, no, real quick, the baby update. Uh, baby's uh, churning along pretty well. Uh, this recording is being done on the 30th of July. Uh, you guys will hear this probably next week, first week-ish in August. But Jessica's due at the end of August. August 31st is the expected due date. Um, I'm not, I don't think she's going to make it that far. She doesn't think she's going to make it that far. But that'll be 40 weeks uh, that that week of the 31st. So mm-hmm. baby's almost here. I mean, that's the update, I guess. Uh, we have, well, I guess we'll get into the whole house thing in a second, but we have a room ready for the baby. Uh, the crib, she got a bunch of things at the, at the shower uh, that she needed. <clears throat> and uh, that's Yeah, y'all got it. a lot of gifts. That was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, had a, we, had a, we had a baby shower this past week, and uh, I didn't touched the, the baby registry i had no idea what was on there but uh it looks like everyone kind of came through that we invited and helped us out and you know showered jessica and the baby with the the essentials uh i told jess I just, we and jessica were talking the night that night after everything was done and you know we were just thinking like that's the baby kind of has what she needs right now which is good uh right but yeah the baby's baby's doing good mom's doing good uh just she's a big trying to enjoy baby. these last few, trying to enjoy these yeah. last. Yeah, she's a big baby. Trying to enjoy these last few days, weeks as uh, as not having a baby around, just because I don't know what's gonna happen when she comes. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> have not read any books. I've not seen any YouTube videos. Have not. Oh my gosh, John, what are you even doing with your life? I I actually questioned <laughs> the heck. Yeah, I've been fishing. Uh, I questioned the heck out of Lewis and Leslie this past weekend. I just asking them like, it was it was insightful. I was asking insightful you know, or scary. It was like, uh, oh, shit, and you like wanted shit to got run. real. Shit got real. Like I, like, got I was real. like, oh crap. Like, you know, I, I'm glad I asked those questions. Like, you know, what is the dad doing in the in the hospital while the mom's there, or you know, things mm-hmm. like that. It was a uh, they were they were really helpful with that. We were also kind of buzz. I was buzzing anyway. I was gonna so. say they were drinking. I don't know how great that advice was. <laughs> it was great advice. That's what it was. That's, that's so, the kind of it was. So it was the truth. The tr- the real, the real is the real. <laughs> All right, well, then, that's uh, awesome, man. 
Yeah, and then, and then my back. Uh, I don't know. Old man John. <laughs> I really don't know. My, my lower him, back like, a ton has of just bricks. been like. <laughs> it's just been like spaghetti, like off and on. Like, I started when I started painting the baby's room. No, I didn't start then, but it's when it really hit me hard. And I just can't. I just. I have no idea. I have to go to a chiropractor. I have no idea. It heals itself, you know, like Wolverine. Like, I'm cool after a day or two. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, I, I hear that about the back. <laughs> It'll heal itself, it says. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> just my back's been actually, wow. yeah, it's, it's just been hurting a lot. Uh, okay. I have to have sleep a little weight? differently. I have gained weight, yes. That's when you mine know. started to hurt, too. Are you doing crunches? You working on those abs? <laughs> no, I'm like dead no, serious. There is no abs under this. No. No, I'm no. serious. You need to have a strong core. That sounds like it'll hurt my back if I even try to do a crunch. Well, and you need to do your back muscles too, like not just your front. I think I'm just gonna become a blob sitting down. Everything's wow. just gonna mm-hmm. slowly just disintegrate into a mush. Mm-hmm. You have to chase that child when it grows. <laughs> you can't be a mush. All right. Well, cool. Uh, yeah, this did not go the way I thought I was going to go. So the three remaining topics are <laughs> movies, travel, and house. <laughs> uh, movies. Movies. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Sorry, I have like three pages going. All right. So again, an- another update. Since we last spoke to our third lifers, Cassie and I have seen a bunch of movies. Have we? Um, yeah. <laughs> um. I'll list them all right now real quick from lowest to highest, and then I have a question. So um, my scale goes from 0 to 10, in case anyone doesn't know or hasn't listened. Uh, At 5.5, I put Aladdin. At 6, Dark Phoenix. And again, I thought all these movies were great. Uh, 6.5. A 5 for Aladdin? Men in Black International. 8, Toy Story 4. 8, Spider-Man Far From Home, and 8.5, John Wick 3, Parabellum. Yeah. So, again, and then my question, and I mean, it kind of relates to why I ordered them like this, if, uh, just because where I am in my life right now, but my question is, how do y'all feel with all these remakes being made from movies that we saw in our childhood? Because it's a little different if, like, someone grew up when... Films first started coming up and they made like The Thing or Dracula or something and, and they remade it. But I feel like the span of time is shrinking from when something comes out to when it's remade. And not only that, when they remake it, it is almost shot for shot the same thing with something new sprinkled here and there. So like how do y'all take it? Do you like it? Do you like seeing new people, so, new takes? So when – so the – there's different time periods, right? Like the Disney movies are broken up into time periods. Do you know what those are? The ones uh, that yeah, they're making like, are the Renaissance. Is that right? The ones right now they're re- are making are the Renaissance. Yeah. Well, yeah. Aladdin's Renaissance. Uh, Lion King is, I would say, Renaissance. Dumbo was not. Dumbo's yeah. like golden silver age. Okay. Um, Beauty and Beast was Renaissance, mm-hmm. but now they're going to make remake Ariel Renaissance. Uh, Mulan, I think, is neo really i i don't think it's a renaissance i think mulan was because mulan was like 97 right. 98 yeah. um okay. but yeah so i mean but most have been like renaissance films and again renaissance just means they came out at like late 80s early to mid 90s for disney films i did not know there was a category for that kind of stuff get on our level yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> like the golden age the silver age renaissance and then all the new age stuff mm-hmm Sure, sure. So the movies that they're remaking are really the ones that we grew up with when we were little, right? So right. How, how old are those movies? 15 years old? No. 20. Oh. 20 years old? Those are like tw- 20 25? to 25 years old. Wow. Yeah. So like how is it watching and remembering Lion King the way it was or Beauty and the Beast the way it was and now seeing it I'll be honest action. with you. I haven't seen a lot of the um, – like current Disney princess movies. I mean, I pretty much stopped. Uh, I can't even remember which one it was, but I stopped watching, you know, the new princess Disney movies. Um, so to me, it's all about the Renaissance <laughs> uh, for them to remake it. I think it's fine. 
it will never obviously never be as good as the original i just don't think there's any way there's there's just no way no matter who they cast uh, do you think you're saying that though because you saw it for the first time as a cartoon yes the nostalgia is just in there you know i've never seen i haven't seen any of these new disney movies i think i saw the jungle book i don't even remember it i haven't seen aladdin a lion king cinderella any of them um, you're fine I, without seeing them but i can compare or beauty and the beast i can compare it though the feeling i think when the power rangers reboot came out that was exciting same, that same yeah, feeling same right mm-hmm. uh now it wasn't as good as the series obviously because you already knew what to expect you were just waiting for when it when the, when when they were going to morph or when the Zords were going to come out, what they were going to look like. So I think it's the right. same thing right now. It's like, what is the, what is the lion going to look like? How are they going to do this scene when the Mufasa, you know, goes into stampede, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, Jessica's friend, Erica, her daughter went to go see the Lion King and it didn't really hold her attention. She's four, but that was probably the first time she's going to remember watching that versus the cartoon. Right. So I think, and, and then whenever they remake this again, God knows when, uh, she might feel different about that. So I think it's okay or it's normal for Cassie to feel, or maybe even you, Austin, I don't know, to feel like kind of like it was okay. Not, it wasn't as good as the first because the first was the first officially the time you felt that, that way. Right. I don't, and I, I don't hate them. No, I don't hate them. I just think Disney wants more money. And they don't want to be creative and think of new stories. Like, I don't know. <laughs> well, they are coming out with new Disney. Aren't they coming out with new Disney original ideas? Yes. Yeah. More animated, like, not cartoony. But I think I saw, like, a few slated for the next couple of years. Like, Frozen yeah, was I mean, an original idea. And Mo- Moana was original. And those blew up. Right. Yeah, because they were the only original ideas in decades. <laughs> but, But you believe that in 20 years and that might even be a lot they're going to make a live action frozen oh yeah like that given right and erica's daughter is probably gonna be super excited and all the little girls you know who are excited now to watch it are super excited or will be like ecstatic you know they know what they know what's going to be like but they want to see it in who's you know in real life right yeah i have no problems with them i mean i think they're all fine i like the ones that add a little more to the story or show a different perspective that we did not see in the movies or, you know, in the original cartoon. Um, but yeah, it, it, again, growing up in that age, in the late eighties, early nineties, it's, it's damn near impossible to, to have one of us say, again, one of us being millennial say like, Oh, the, this new live action is better than the cartoon. I don't know how the Lion King did. Has anyone you got some that? stats? Oh, it's gonna, it's gonna, what, what, chicken? Do you have any stats on the movie? I don't, but I mean, I, it's gonna clear a billion dollars. A billion? Yeah, I mean, Dang. last time I checked too, Aladdin was like getting close to that number. Also, like these movies are making a ton of money. Like again, because you have new people going to see it that didn't watch the cartoon for whatever reason, depending on their age. And then you have people like us that are going to watch it because we remember the cartoon, or we love the actor that's you know we Will Smith being the genie or stuff like that. Um, can we, talk, so, can we talk about that? <laughs> yeah. Will Smith? I didn't see the movie. I didn't think he looked like a good genie just from the commercials. No, he did fine. It's just so different to see him in a comedy again. You know, when you think back, he did so many comedies and then he started playing like really serious roles. And so it was hard for me to get back into him being funny, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was fine. I mean, you can't play... Robin Williams playing the genie. You know, you have to you have to play Will Smith doing it on your own. But I mean, there's other remakes being made too. It's not just Disney. Uh, I just went on like a website to see like what movies are being remade. Mm-hmm. The Craft. Never heard of it. What? <laughs> I love The Craft. Oh my god! With Wait, we're talking Disney movies or just movies in general? Movies in general from like the '90s. Okay, still haven't was heard. Was that it. an original movie? That was good. Again, it's hard to say. Like, I don't know. Uh, Clueless. You they're can't remake really these movies. Why can't people stay out of the 90s? Hey, ret- uh, retro's in. Starship Troopers. No, that'd be cool. Probably not so, as good, though. Know. Uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Come on. Hmm. 
I well, I know they are. I think they already were making it, or they're in the process of it. Um, Masters of the Universe. Okay. I will be midnight release for that one. <laughs> uh, let's it's... see. <laughs> First Wives Club. Dude, that was a good movie. Never heard of it. Oh my gosh. Candyman. <laughs> Candyman. Yeah. That was pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Go on. Uh, the Crow. Okay. You've heard them. I mean, this is back to Disney, but you've heard them like talk about remaking Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's with so many like with the internet and Hollywood. Like, isn't there like so many writers and young people creating stuff? Why do they have to remake all of the good ones? I think the people want it, right? Wouldn't you say that? Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. I don't know. I mean, Paul Twitter the, right now. The market shows people want that. Like, that's why executives don't take risks on new IPs. If you have an existing IP, there is already a fan base in the culture built that wants to go see that. It's so difficult to try to create a new IP. It's going to flop. They're going to flop. I'm calling it right now. That's the movie's topic, guys. Hold on. Uh, guess that was a good idea. I'm going to throw this poll on, on, on Facebook. What's, what's the question? Suck it. <laughs> oh, shit. <Ooh. laughs> yes or no? <laughs> yes or yes, yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Do you like the idea of remaking movies? Child's Play, The Mummy, Pet Cemetery, Robocop, Lion King, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, etc. All right, so down to our last two topics. We have travel and house. Let's go house. Okay. House. House. All right, let's see. Several things that have come up, I guess, since we've been out. But I know, John, you said, well, we can tell everyone about your house. Cause yeah. They, they um, don't. No, they, they don't know. The last thing that I said was basically we were in the process of getting the inspector and, and you know, passing inspection and waiting for the house to close. But uh, at the end of May, uh, we got the keys. We got the house that we wanted. So we moved in, which was hectic just because, you know, Jessica's pregnant and we just we moved just moving. Moving in general is just not obviously an easy process. And I thought that was going to be the end of it, you know, once everything was moved in. But uh you know, we ordered some things like a new fridge, new washer and dryers that were delivered. And the washer and dryers caused, they didn't themselves didn't cause the problem. But because of them being used, we noticed a bigger problem with the house. And what happened was uh, there we had a broken pipe under the driveway, which led to the sewer. And because the pipe was broken and basically they were, uh, how do you say it? They were uh, not connected all everything was getting clogged right outside of our house not under our house but right outside of our house which is outside the inspection zone outside the foundation so unfortunately the inspector when he tested everything everything rolled was rolling okay and and okay you know everything checked out but when a huge gush of water is draining from the washer after a cycle that's when we notice all the toilets backing up all this all the uh tubs backing up and uh long story short we have to pay a lot more money than we wanted towards this house to get it repaired. And they dug up our, a bit part of our driveway and flower bed and wow, they were able to fix it. But it's just one of those things like you guys have been going through with the car and with the, uh, the fence. And I, I don't know what else, but we talked with that. We've talked about in the past, but it's like one of those things. Like once you get a house, so many things arise after that. Right. Other expenses that, you probably wouldn't have had if you had an apartment, you know, if we had, you know, we, at the last place we were staying. So, uh, it's been okay since the repair, everything else has been kind of falling into place. Like I said, I was able to fix up the baby's room. Uh, it's, it's been okay. I mean, it's been good. We're in a house and I'm luck. you know, I'm recording here now. I'm recording one of the, the spare bedrooms that we have kind of turned it into this little makeshift, makeshift office. But, um, yeah, that's the house news. Well, cool. Glad you're enjoying your house. Yeah. John, I have a question for you. If yes, your neighbors ma'am. replaced their entire fence, would you offer to go half with them because it was part of a your rough. lawn? Oh, sorry. It was part of my lawn? Yeah, part of your, your side of the lawn. Yeah, probably. I mean, you saw the fence that we have on this other side. Uh, it's, it's crap, and it's going to have to be replaced sooner or later. So that's another expense down the line. Uh, I want to redo the driveway. That's another expense down the line. I want to get gutters. We talked about French gutters in one of the episodes. You know, 
just little things here and there. It's going to probably take a couple of years to get to, especially with the child on the way. Welcome to your third life crisis. <laughs> I know. Seriously. <laughs> Welcome to your 30s. I feel like the listeners can feel me right now. You know, I, I feel like they, they can. can. <laughs> they can feel they the feel frustration. Your pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's you know, having a house is not as what I thought it was going to be. I understand it's <laughs> one of those things that has to happen. Probably, no, it doesn't have to happen. But it was a goal of ours. Uh, I don't regret it, but I wish someone would have told me. Like, I, I wish did. you guys would have told me. You know, <laughs> I did tell you. <laughs> no, the reason I ask is because our neighbors replaced literally her entire fence, or I guess the brother, whatever. But. All, it wrapped around the whole, and I can't imagine how much that cost, but they replaced the fence that lined our yard, and Austin, I guess, had brought it up. I don't know if you want to take it from here, Austin, but brought it up with some coworkers, and in a similar situation, the neighbors helped pay for that. Yeah, I asked a number of people, like, what do I do? Our neighbor is redoing their entire fence. One of the parts of the fence that they're going to redo, they share with us. Uh, do you help pay for it? Do you not? What do, what do you do? So I asked like, I don't know, six or seven people and everyone gave me a different answer. <laughs> wow. Some said, no, you don't have to. They're the ones doing it. You know, it's it's on them if they want to redo it. Others said, you know, yes, when we wanted to re- redo our fence, our neighbors went half with us. We agreed on the person to come do it, the price, the wood, all that. And we went half together. Others said, no, if they didn't ask you, then you don't have to offer. Why, you know, why would you offer? Um, so got a lot of opinions and decided on not saying anything. <laughs> and, and Austin you know talked to the, the guy for built. a long, you talked to him for a long time. So I really thought he was going to ask, mm-hmm. but I guess he just didn't. I don't know. Well, that's another thing too. Yeah. I spoke to the brother and the sister on several occasions uh, about you know when can they do it is it okay if they do it on this day or that day because both of us have dogs small dogs and then when it was going to take a little bit longer than what they had uh, initially planned they're like is that fine is that cool and you know of course you know doesn't bother me uh but not once in all those conversations that they bring up helping to pay for the fence so how much is you a, know. how much is a fence? Is there like an estimated price out there? You don't have to say how much yours would have been, but is there a ballpark number? I'm sure they paid at least, at the very least, two thousand dollars. No, I would say more. Is that just for okay? One, like one? Well, I said at the very least. <laughs> no, at the very least, I would put it at like ten grand at the what? very least. No way. Do you know how much we paid for our <laughs> no. fence? Are those two little boards? First off, they put 16 feet, and I know how much they paid for 16 feet. And how big was their yard? Again, if that's it was why I said same, at the very least, the same two price, grand. No way. If it was based on the same price? Three grand, you're saying? No. At the very least? I think it was a lot more than that. Okay, then to answer your question, we don't know, John. <laughs> <laughs> the world may never know. <laughs> I'm just curious, because uh, I've, I've thought about that, like, you know, one year we focused just on the fence. The other year we focused just on our driveway. The other year we focused on some gutters. I just... I can do research. I just thought maybe since you were in the position or somewhat, you would have. No. I mean, well, Cassie's the one that researched it. I mean, I did not research it at all. Uh, I hate this third life crisis talk. Who wants to hear about freaking fences, dude? Oh, God. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so what else? So people are listening like, yeah, my fence. <laughs> yeah, my effing fence, yo. <laughs> looks nice. Yeah, French gutters. <laughs> yeah, I hope, I hope they get to that again. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. My yard's drowning over here. <laughs> I just don't look that way anymore, you know? <laughs> That's why I started running. I just run past it real quick, you know? Don't worry about it if I don't see it. Um, I, I, I've never said this before, but, uh, and I don't, th- I mean, I'm not really saying this, but ever think buying a house is like a big conspiracy? <laughs> <laughs> Please elaborate. Like, they get you to sink all this money into something that you own, but at any moment, the government can still come in and, like, condemn it or make it an eminent domain and take it away from you. You don't really own everything underneath it, and you really don't own, like, the air rights above it. And then every day, every week, every month, 
there's just something else going wrong, something else you have to do to keep your little hands busy so you can't go out and be doing other shit. And you're sinking money into this extra stuff that you have to do. I feel, you like, know? You've th- feel like you've thought about this in depth. Well, I just feel like imagine if you live somewhere where, you know, you just rented something where you didn't have to worry about maintenance and fixing stuff because you could just pay for them to come and do it. I mean, I've heard people say, you know, go as long as you can without buying because once you buy, it's all downhill from there. But I didn't believe them. Well, I demanded Austin gave me a house. (laughs) Demanded. On that note, I have an article here for Austin's article. Uh, Wait, we don't get to choose anymore? You're just going to throw it up late on us? You don't get a what? We don't get to choose the article anymore? You're just going to throw it at us? Well, this this ties into the housing thing. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. The, uh, Carry on. Uh, the title, as Cassie chews on that popsicle, is How Much You Need to Live Comfortably in 50 Major U.S. Cities. And and so the article just talks about obviously how much you need to. So I have actual numbers for Fort Worth and San Antonio. Can I guess? Yeah, you can. But before I well yeah, but before we get into that, um, I just wanted to go over. There's this rule of thumb they have here. (laughs) Crunch, crunch, crunch. Um, The rule (laughs) of thumb that they have here, which I wasn't aware of, but I mean, I guess like we kind of live our life this way, Cassie. I don't know. Um. And it's the the rule is the fifty thirty twenty rule. Is there one? Has anyone 50, heard about this rule? 30, no. 20, no. So this rule basically says that fifty percent, so half of your income, should be spent on necessities. So like house, food, electricity, house, water, food. Yes. That twenty percent should be put into savings and investments. Yes. And then thirty percent should be what you splurge on and have fun with. I feel like I've heard it broken up differently. Like 50% splurge, 20% house. Just kidding. (laughs) Uh, No. All right. So the numbers for San Antonio and Fort Worth. Who who wants to go first? John can get San Antonio. Is this a couple or an individual salary? Family? Like, yeah, what are we talking about? As a a home. Yes, family. Okay. San Antonio. kids are we talking? (laughs) Two? I don't know. So the, the question is... What do they need to make to live comfortably? So you, let me okay. Let me set this up. Let me give you the median income for a household in your city, and then you tell me how much you think a homeowner needs to live comfortably, and how much you think a renter needs to live comfortably. Okay. 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 Who wants to go first? San Antonio, Fort Worth. Fort Worth. So the median income in Fort Worth, Texas, is fifty-seven thousand dollars. So Cassie. How much income do you think you need to have to be a homeowner in Fort Worth? Sixty-three k. You think sixty-three thousand to live comfortably? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Am I, am I continuing, or do I answer you real quick? Answer. Wait. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. Now. I'm gonna bump it up. Seventy-five. Okay. Oh, that's okay. a big bump. Seventy-five. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you're you're thinking. What is that? 18000 more than what the median income is. Yes. Okay. Uh, you're still off. Oh. Wow. To, to be a homeowner in Fort Worth, you need to make $79,000. Oh, I wasn't that bad off. So almost $20,000 than what the median income is. Uh, do you want to guess how much you need to be a renter? 57 median, 79 homeowner. How much for renter? Sixty-three. Final answer. Final answer. No, you actually need eighty-seven thousand to be a renter. What? It costs more for you to rent in Fort Worth than it does in than being a homeowner. Is it for like insurances and stuff? It's honestly, I mean, let me. I can read this part and then I can say like why maybe why it's this way. So the article reads. Residents of Fort Worth have a median income that's almost exactly 10000 a year higher than that of neighboring Dallas. That's especially good news for renters, with the cost of living there coming in at about the same as it does in Dallas. And it's even better news for homeowners as the cost to live comfortably is about $4,000 a year less in Fort Worth than it is in Dallas, despite the higher incomes. Does that make sense to y'all? 
Can I no. be honest with you? I tuned out. Can you explain huh? it again? Fort Worth residents have a median income that's $10,000 higher than Dallas. Okay. Okay. So that's good news if you live in Fort Worth because your median income is higher, but the cost of rent, even though it's $87,000 here, that's the same amount as in Dallas. It's even better news for homeowners because in Fort Worth, the median income is higher than Dallas, but the cost of being a homeowner in Fort Worth is less than Dallas. Okay. I think the reason why the renting is so much higher in Fort Worth, and uh, well, not, again, it's not higher, it's pretty much the same, but a lot of people travel, I guess, more east than they do west, if that makes sense, for like the Metroplex. So, I don't know. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. But it is interesting to see that the median income in in Fort Worth is higher than Dallas. Uh, next, San Antonio. Sure. The median income in San Antonio is $49,000. Okay. And again, just to clarify, this is for a couple and a, with a family. Sure. So $49,000 to compare... Fort Worth, $57,000. So, John, how much income do you think a homeowner needs in San Antonio? I mean, at least seventy grand. A nice round number, seventy grand. Good answer, good answer, good answer. Thank you. The answer is 71000 Ah. And then how much do you think you, do you need if you're a renter? If you're a renter, I mean, I'm going to assume the trend is this. Well, no, because you guys, I always thought it was, Jessica's always actually told me. It's more expensive to rent. So I'm just going to go a little bit higher. It can't be that much more expensive. Let's go 79 grand. Again, very close. Uh, 78 grand. Dang it. I went over. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense, I think. Uh, And then the little snippet about San Antonio. It is a relatively affordable place to live with the income needed to live comfortably. Sorry. San Antonio is a relatively affordable place to live with the income needed to live comfortably while paying a mortgage at just over $70,000 a year. Unfortunately, that's still quite a bit more than most residents are making with the median income just under $50,000. I, again, I don't know if I'm gonna keep this in, but Jessica always told me that, you know, I always, I'm, I'm pretty much in charge of the financial situation. So bills and stuff gets paid on time, like move money around, whatever, you know, what have you. And I always tell you her- You think like, you're better than us? <laughs> no, my, I'm, I'm trying to make a point here. Like, not a point, but like a, a realization. You think you're better than us. She always says... I'm calling Jess. <laughs> she always... I always tell her, like, okay, yeah. I was like, dang, I wish we maybe made more. I wish I wish I can do something extra for a little bit more, more money or whatever. And she's like, we are comfortable. It's just we have a lot of, like, not debt. Well, yeah, I guess debt, right? School loans and stuff. Like, that's... Like, without that stuff, a house with bills, normal bills, is okay. And I... Never really paid attention to that part because I kind of want to see more money now, you know, versus right. 20 years or 10 years or 15 years or whenever school loans are going to be done. Right. But yeah, I guess that makes sense compared to what the median is like. That's kind of an eye opener. Yeah. I mean, that's the median household income. That's scary. Um, it, I mean, it is. I mean, again, I think we. We wouldn't be able to live off of that. No. Right. Well, that, I mean, that's the whole point of this. Like the median household income in these cities are not meeting what is needed to be a homeowner or a renter for that matter. And I mean, the other surprising thing is that Fort Worth, it's not surprising, but like it costs more to live in Fort Worth than it does San Antonio. So how do people do it? I'm, I'm, well, I mean, you have roommates. You, I mean, you, what do you mean? Like you have roommates to help pay for this stuff. I mean, I I always hear like, it makes sense if like a homeowner is renting their house because they have to charge them the mortgage the utilities, right? And then maybe make a little profit off of it. A couple hundred dollars. That I've always known, obviously, that whenever you want to rent a house, it's more expensive than, usually more expensive, rather, than just have a mortgage. Right, I mean, I've heard that too. This makes me a little sad. Why? For who? Us? No, for, for people. people. Yeah, Cassie. Why are you, why are you so entitled? I... Not even just entitled because I don't feel like I am. (laughs) I just, I'm just like, how? I don't understand. I cannot wrap my head around 
the fact that there's people out there who can live off of that with a family. I mean, we there's only two of us. Can you imagine a kid, two kids? Another dog? We'd have to eat our dogs? Like, what? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and the last thing I wanted to bring up about the house topic uh, was, a. I mean, this was a long time ago. This happened, like, when we first ended season three. But is our BB&T story, Cassie? Oh, mm. yeah. Yeah, you've been, you've been leaving, leaving me in suspense this whole time. It's not that great, but it's still pretty good. Like, don't get your hopes up, like, this high. But, like, this high is okay. Did you see that? <laughs> Did, okay. Oh, okay. 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 Well, oh. <laughs> um, so, again, like, by this time a month ago, a couple months ago, Cassie and I went to the bank... Uh, the bank that she uses to finally put uh, him on the account finally put me on again this has been a long time coming like i still had a yeah the i've been slow to like switch banks and stuff but so we're gonna get each other join account on a bank and we went in they did it for us you know had, had to sign stuff had to make sure i was you know who i said i was they didn't ask to see our marriage license but um I, maybe they verified that some other way. I don't know. We but live we're together there, and have the same last names. And the same address. <laughs> mm-hmm. Unless we're brother and sister. I mean, I feel like that's pretty yeah, I guess self-explanatory. So, um, so we, we get all that done. That's great. And while we're sitting there, we're talking to the teller. Not the teller, but what, what do you Banker. call him? Banker. I don't know. Banker? All right. The guy that did this for us. And he's talking about, like, oh, cool. Like, you know, how long have you been in the house? Oh, y'all just got married. Um, where, where did y'all get married? You know, where, where, you know, y'all went to, on a honeymoon. Where'd y'all go? And he was asking these these questions because he was going to get married, and he started telling us about his whole experience. And apparently, both of his families, his and hers, are very religious, and so they're very much of like not living in the same household, um, have to stay separated from each other until you're married. Which Real is fine traditional, yeah. That that's that's great and all, but a year ago, they found I guess a house they really liked, and they put in an offer, bought the house, and since then have not lived in that house for a whole year because they can't, they're not allowed to because of their religion. <laughs> and so he's going over there, you know, doing maintenance on the house, fixing it up, all this stuff, cutting but the grass, but they can't go in there. Yeah, they can't do anything about it. It's just there. It's just sitting there. Like, they don't want to rent it out. They don't want to do anything. It's just sitting there. And then on top of that, they are going to, like, the classes to get married for, like, through the Counseling. church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like, he was like, that's a whole thing, too. Like, that's where he was going. He had to go to counseling with his soon-to-be wife that same day when he got off work and then rush over to their house. Again, and the house is nowhere near where they work rush over to the house that, so that he can get some stuff done that he needs to on the house before he has to go to like the counseling the next day. And so it was just an odd story of when I turned to Cassie, it's like I couldn't see us sinking that much money, putting that, investing that much money into a house and then not living in it for so long. Well, they like a have, whole year is a long time. They have to have some type of help. Like they must both still live or they're probably married by now, but you know, they must have still both lived with their parents or family because there's no way you can afford three rent payments or house pay or whatever you know if they're both living in an apartment each plus a house i mean i didn't think bankers made that much money he didn't you know you know what i'm saying i definitely think right. they had help family help but would that be worth it no right but I'm, i just i just feel like that's a lot of work <laughs> It's exhausting like and frustrating to think about if I was put in that position. Right. <clears throat> like, I don't... Like, what if why? you and Jess had to live apart for a year? Well, you had that house just sitting there collecting dust, but you still had to go and cut the yard every day. <sighs> okay, not every day. <laughs> Cassie doesn't have to do yard work. You don't cut the lawn every day, Cassie. <laughs> every single day you had to come home and sweep. <laughs> Again, it just seems like a lot to have it sitting there for a whole year. Not doing anything. I mean, I guess obviously you're paying. He's got to be the outlier, the right? Like, how many people are doing that? Again, what was odd was I understand people buy houses 
and still haven't sold theirs or just sold theirs or you know trying to buy one i understand that whole like hurdle you have to do when trying to do something like that get rid of a house while you try to get another house we have a lot of coworkers that are doing that right now it sounds horrible good luck to them all i hope i never have to go through with that but this isn't that scenario this scenario is we bought the house knowing we weren't going to be in there for at least a year like that's a that's a different why look for a house? Right. Again, I'm frustrated just thinking about it. Like, I can't imagine. <laughs> He's all pissed. He's like, why? <laughs> yeah, like, why? Why put yourself Flip the computer. Financially, like, He just mentally. turned it off. He's like, I'm dead. <laughs> anyway, that was that story. I feel like they messed up when they bought the house. They messed up when they thought about <laughs> buying the house. Unless it needed a lot of fixing? I don't know. I mean, yeah, it could be that. But Even I mean, then. He didn't make I it mean, sound like that. Might as well just go buy a house that's ready then. All right. So, last topic? Last yes. topic. This is an abnormally long episode. I know, guys. I already promised a one-hour episode at the beginning of this damn podcast. Make me, make I me told you we could. I told you we should break it up, but nobody listened to Cassie. No, nah, this will just be one of those extra-long podcasts. People already turned off stop listening by now. <laughs> Never. <laughs> they did with all the chewing noises. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's so annoying <laughs> talking about. What are you talking about? Um, all right. So the last topic is travel, uh, which we've done a lot recently, which I'm sure you gleaned from our conversation so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was early on in May, John's birthday. He went down fishing, caught a shark. Caught a shark. Yep. We can post those pictures. Uh, that same like Memorial Weekend. Cassie and I went down to North Padre Island, I think is what it's called, um, with her family and hung out there for one night, two days, one night. And then in late June, Cassie and I and my parents flew to San Diego for a little vacation. Um, we came back. Lewis and Leslie came up with their children and spent Fourth of July day and week into the next weekend with us and then when they left we had what one day to relax or one day to get everything ready and then cassie and i flew out to chicago for a vacation slash conference where that's where cassie presented so we've done a lot of traveling mm-hmm. uh, in the past few months and my question to y'all oh go on go ahead just want to make a point you were able to work out all those days good job sure from yeah from san diego i took clothes with me to san diego and chicago uh to work out with in my question to y'all all this traveling looking back on it like how has traveling changed for you when you were in your early 20s late 20s and now your early 30s how has it changed and like going forward how has it changed i mean um, I, was since, too, oh, I was too poor in my late even mid 20s i think we were just too poor to go traveling i think well, we okay went so places you, here. you say that we went places here and there but i we couldn't go to Chicago or San Diego. Again, you say that, but I'll, I'll tell you my answer so that way y'all have time to think about yours. Because, again, I just bring all these questions on y'all. I broke it down. In my early 20s, the traveling I did was more about, like, partying and having fun and less family. So that included Vegas, which you went to Vegas with me, Cassie, in our early 20s. That included South Padre, which you went with me to South Padre in early 20s, Cassie. That included cruises, which you went with me on cruises, Cassie. So we did go places, like, but it was more about partying <laughs> and that type poor. of stuff. Cassie was a party animal back then, it sounds no. like. <laughs> and then in my late 20s, I felt it was more like sightseeing, experiences, doing stuff like off the beaten path, and including more family. And that's pretty much like all the recent times. So like, again, cruises, like driving to places with each other, but then... There's Disney, Alaska, Colorado, Miami, and then, of course, China. But, again, it was, like, about sightseeing, experiences, wanting to see more than just here in Texas. And then now in my early 30s, uh, since we did a lot of traveling this year, same thing about seeing places, experiences. But now I feel like since we're in our 30s, more established, I'm picking places that aren't necessarily the cheap option to go to, but options that I want to go see. So it's like because Boston. You're not poor anymore. We wanted to see <laughs> San Diego. I want to do breweries. Chicago. It was a work thing, but 
I planned out a bunch of stuff I wanted to do again, circle, uh, hovering around breweries a lot. Um, but now in my thirties, it's no longer just sightseeing or partying. It's going, traveling for weddings, which we did a lot this past year. It's of course family, but now also into the mix is work-related stuff, like I mentioned with Chicago. So going and looking, you know, beyond my thirties or mid thirties, late thirties, I foresee more international traveling. More, of course, traveling for visiting family and friends uh, in Texas and outside. And honestly, like more work-related stuff as well. Um, so, I mean, that's how it's just changed. It's gone from like partying to actually like wanting to see sites and picking places that look interesting to me. And things that, you know, they'll have things that I want to do. So, I don't know how it's changed for y'all. I honestly, the, when I think about it, the first thing that comes to mind is how poor we were. Like, yeah we still did some stuff but it was like a lot more saving a lot less like expensive stuff there was no like let's go clothes shopping before our trip like no you had to wear what you had i didn't you know there was no like let's go buy all these new pairs of shoes or shorts or whatever um granted they're all fun but yeah i would agree i think it's more of the experience versus the partying, I guess. But even then, I think they're an experience in themselves. So you drink, you you drink then, you drink now. Like it's not a, there's no difference there. I think back then you drank to get drunk. Now you drink to enjoy yourself on the beach or to enjoy a, at the brewery to taste. Right. That's just an right, example. I want to taste it. I want to taste the different beers. Right. Back then, it was like, I'm going to see how fast I get effed up in Vegas. Or I'm on a cruise with a wristband with unlimited alcohol for the day. Let's see if I can, you know, that sounds right, just awful. Right, right. <laughs> and, but, and now it's like, now it's like I'm planning more. Let's go check out this restaurant because it has this and I want to try this. Or this brewery because it has this brew and they only serve it here and I want to do this. Um, where again, as cruise in Vegas and so stuff like that. So you just made your and, drinking into a hobby. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and now you think you're all sophisticated. <laughs> I feel like I on a more scaled down level, like my trips to the coast, which again I've been fishing a lot more recently. I feel like when I was younger in my twenties or even younger than that, I used to dread that two hour drive to the coast. And now I enjoy it. I look forward to it. And you know, it's not a big deal to come back in the same day compared to when it was back then when I was little and I wanted to stay at the hotel and swim or, you know, or, or, you know, take a nap or something like now it's like, I enjoy the drive. I enjoy the thought of going and seeing what I could possibly catch. Oh, I, I didn't catch anything. Okay. Well, it's a long drive back, but at least, you know, I have, it was more enjoyable the experience and have something to think about. And I think it's going to be like that. Like when I take my, my, my daughter, I'm going to enjoy her in the backseat and she might get bored, you know, but, it's just funny to think how that kind of could circle back. Do you think you enjoy right. it more because the stakes are higher, right? Like you're working harder, longer hours, more stress. And so you enjoy your off time. Definitely. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I'm sure we can all agree to that. Like when you're maybe f- flying, you don't have to think about work unless you're flying to a conference maybe. But it's just like you're getting away. Like that's probably more enjoyable now for anybody. Being in our yeah, 30s now compared to. 10 years ago when we were 20. But yeah, I mean, I agree. I, again, early on, it was less planning and more doing things that you didn't have to plan. The only thing you had to plan was, yeah, what you were going to drink. Uh, but now it's seeking that stuff out and actually planning stuff. No, but Austin, uh, like you said, we'll, we can go ahead and post uh, pictures from our hiatus. Trips. <laughs> Trips. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but don't forget, next week is the Cassie's ch- 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 challenge. 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 And remind everybody what the challenge is because I forgot. Okay. So the challenge is you, and you can do it any which way you want, but the challenge is to make each other laugh. So I think, I mean, it can go either way. Like, I'm going to make John laugh. John, you're going to make Austin laugh. Austin, you're going to make me laugh. And whoever laughs the first loses. So it could be a stand-up, it could be puns, it could be dad jokes, it could be faces, <laughs> it could be acting out, singing. I mean, whatever you want to do to make somebody laugh. Okay. All right. That sounds fun. Fine. Sure. All right. 
Uh, anything else y'all got for this podcast? Mm, nope. Welcome to season four. Again, like Austin had stated, this will be a... Are y'all excited to be back? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Feels good to kind of, you know, release what's on my mind. I think that's it for this episode. As yes, always, or as now and for always. Uh, thank you, C-Baby. Thank you, FOMO mm. Mofo. <laughs> Make sure to follow our podcast at Dirt Life Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can follow us to see exactly how we're surviving our Dirt Life crisis. Again, if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever else you may listen to us. And you can just search Dirt Life Crisis Podcast or head over to our website, www.3rdlifepodcast.com to find links to everything I just mentioned and all the past episodes. So if you want to catch up on any other past seasons, you can. Be sure to follow us on our individual Twitter accounts. John Michael is at jmike2689. Cassie is at castle underscore Cassie. And I am at the Austin Luna. If y'all have nothing else to say, thanks for uh, chatting. And we'll see y'all next time. See you guys. Bye, guys. Peace. You don't need anything, Cassie. I need my intro. I told you I didn't give you time for an intro. All right. Austin just should do this whole thing. Let's just let... It's Austin's podcast. <laughs> We're just guests on it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Austin. We're just living in it. You wanted me to host. Yeah, I didn't want Don't. you to change the whole format. You're on a new podcast. Uh, totally different. The entire hour just Austin talking. And the last two minutes, what do y'all think? <laughs> He's like, oh, that's all the time. That's all the time. We're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks All for right. joining me on Austin's podcast. <laughs> Shit. All, all right. right. You good? If you want to chime in, you can. I, I don't not, not anymore. This is all you, boo. Well, I mean, look, let me say what I have to say and then if you don't like the intro, we can change nope. it up. We don't have time for that. It's all you. Go. <laughs>